Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we are talking about anxiety. We're going to finish off that anxiety series that I started a few weeks ago. Sorry about my voice. It's a little bit croaky. I had a long weekend. Um... But if you're not sure uh, where we're up to now, I am going to tell, talk to you guys about how I overcame anxiety and how I might be able to help you guys overcome anxiety, all right? So let's get into it, guys. Advertising time. No, I'm not selling anything to you except for the experience of wonderful locally sourced art. The Lost Boys Collective is a business I built with the help of 11 of my favorite illustrators. The Lost Boys are all Australian based and some of the best up and comers in the illustration game here in Oz. Our members consist of the illustrious Jackson Caspers, who, as you all know, has been on the podcast here before, the legend that is Boss Logic, who has been featured on not only Marvel's uh, licensing, but he was just on Joe Rogan's uh, Instagram, the freakishly gorgeous Austin Mengler, the master of fantasy, Melvin Chan, the bread guy, Kieran Jack of the Halftone Effect podcast and Halftone Productions, the king of the inks, Cam Milo D. Pietrantonio, aka Instacam, one half of the Mumble Boys, Rui Macarico, aka Red Unit Inc. The D&D artisan himself, Will Lehman. The head destroyer, Paldo Wars. The Neon Knight, Keith Stanley, aka Blank Canvas Designs. Um, the former host of Draw It Out and the co- and the new host of Bad Casting, the King of the Portrait, Matt Combs, and myself, the Lemonade Maker, Jordan Morpeth. You can find all that the Lost Boys are doing at our home base Instagram at the Lost Boys Collective. That's at the Lost Boys Collective. I want to thank all of the Lost Boys as this podcast is brought to you by the Lost Boys Collective. From all the Lost Boys, thank you for your support and stay tuned to our Instagram as we have plenty of new dope art to come, particularly a Batman piece for 80th anniversary. All right, uh, one last thing to advertise, the Lemonade Stand. What's the Lemonade Stand? This episode is also brought to you by the Lemonade Stand. Lemonade Stand is a business that keeps all of my work together in one place. The Lemonade Stand is an online and offline tree that Jordan Morpathart and Making Lemonade branch off of. You can find the Lemonade Stand online at www.thelemonadestand.store where I am selling excuse me, all Making Lemonade affiliate products and all of Jordan Morpeth art prints and products. We have pins, we have t-shirts, we have hats, we have prints. We have now added my Spider-Man set, also known as Spider Senses, if you saw that on my Instagram, Instagram, um, of prints that I collaborated on with my fellow designer and good friend, Mr. Zach Katz Designs. So, how did I overcome my anxiety? Simple, really. Discipline. Determination and a strong support unit. 
Now that seems simple, but it's actually one of the hardest things I've done. And still to this day, I have my issues with anxiety. Hell, even today, I had a struggle getting out of bed to go to the gym at 5.30, 6 o'clock because all I wanted to do was roll up in a ball and go back to sleep. It wasn't the easiest of gym sessions either. Um, however, despite all of my anxieties and fears this morning, I still got out of bed, made my way through the workout, and on top of that, it was leg day, so that didn't make it at all that much easier. However, I was listening to Jocko Willink on Theo Vaughn's podcast, and he was talking about how fear is often the driving force that stops us from staying disciplined. I don't know about you, but I sure as hell don't want my life run by fucking fear. So that's why I get up most every morning to hit the gym because I know that every day I get up and I go to the gym, one, I will always feel better after I go and two, Every morning I get up before the sun and hit that gym, I beat my fear and anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) Now, if that's not a good enough reason, then maybe my daughter and the amazing hit of dopamine and serotonin I get when I exercise, staying alive for my daughter, staying alive for my fiance is enough. Now, On the subject of how I got out of the hole, well, (laughs) I came to a fork in the road where if I went down one path, I'd probably lose my daughter, my fiance, and possibly my job. Now, I also realized that it was up to me to take back control of my life, so... I did. Step by step. What my secret was is that one, I need to slowly build up good habits in place of my bad ones, like going to the gym three times a week. Two, I would remind myself that I've been in a good and positive routine before and I'm capable of even more than that. So if I can build a positive routine and quit smoking, I can do this. Quit smoking about two years ago. So it's pretty good. Um, Three, I did not shame myself when I faltered. I tried to use it as a learning experience in which I would analyze what I did wrong and how to avoid it in the future. Four, finally, I came to terms with my anxiety and had a discussion with it through meditation in that I basically said, I know we've had our troubles, but this is my life and I refuse to let you take control over it. So we agreed that we can be one in the same. Sounds weird, sounds counterproductive, but it's actually the truth. 
I'm still building positive habits like reading before bed instead of binge watching and binge eating. And I'm also trying to build a meditation routine for mindfulness. So it's not easy having anxiety. And I know this firsthand. That's why I'm here sharing my story with you. And that's why I wanted to take my time writing and preparing this for you guys. It is okay not to be okay. It really is because you are what we refer to as human. I've spent a lot of my time thinking about this word and what it truly means. You see, you may have heard of the term, the human condition. In my opinion, we either suffer from the human condition or we thrive from the human condition. It's not an easy task, but when you really dig deep into yourself and your soul and take the term or rather the time to work on your own issues and you work through all of the things you suffered from in the past, you really get to a point where it's okay not to be okay. I know how lonely it can get. I know how you can feel like nobody understands. And most of them won't. But I do. I used to hate making phone calls or talking to a clerk at a store. I couldn't even ask someone where the bathroom was. So I get it. But there is no harm in trying. Trust me. I put myself through exposure therapy and slowly did shit that scared the holy cow out of me. And slowly... But surely, I'm now one of the most confident and carefree people I know. Hell, I couldn't be a podcaster the way I am today without having conquered my own anxieties. I get it. Some days can be hard. Some nights even harder. I've spent countless nights worrying about ridiculous things, but none of it was in vain because I got through it and I got to the other other side stronger and the man I am today because I refused to give my life over to anxiety and I worked so fucking hard on being the man I wanted to be that it hurt. I am by no means perfect. I am no angel. I am just as human as you are, and I am just as flawed. But the difference between me and those still suffering from severe anxiety is that I have relentlessly worked and stayed disciplined and stayed consistent. The most important thing is that if you just try something every day, 
to make today better than yesterday, then you are doing better than most. And I promise you, if you just keep trying hard to make each day better than the last in small increments, then you will live a prosperous life and be the best you can possibly be. Never lose sight of who you are and who you want to be. You are not alone and you never will be as long as you are a part of the human race. All right, guys. So it's uh, Q&A time. Um, I got these questions a little later than when I recorded it, but that's okay. Uh, That's why we're here. That's why I'm still doing it. I haven't done Q&A in a while. Uh, so I'm glad to bring this segment segment back. So I have a few questions here. Let me just get them going. Do, do, do. Here we go. Get them up on Instagram. If you ever have a question, I put it up on Instagram and uh, ask the people, ask everybody uh, what they think. Uh, ask them their questions. Okay. So question number one is from It's Not Bryce. My boy, It's Not Bryce. Uh, do you find... He says... <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, do you find yourself making better traditional art as opposed to digital art? Uh, my answer to that question is neither. <laughs> uh, my process right now is so, so reliant upon both uh, digital and traditional art that, um, yeah, it's just, they're just build on, built on top of each other and they're... Um, you know, because what I do is I, I, I do my blue lines and my sketches on my iPad and I print it out and I ink it um, and then I put it back into the computer, into the, um, into the computer and then I whack it on my iPad and I color it on there digitally. So all my stuff is so reliant upon, um, upon that, you know, seamless back and forth of traditional and digital that I couldn't honestly say that um, I'm better at either. Um, yeah, I don't think I've drawn with pencil uh, on a piece of paper in a long time, but I've definitely inked on a piece of paper in a long time. So, kind of get what I mean. So, yeah, that's that's my answer to that question. Uh, the next question is um, from... DHRoove underscore Barmola underscore and he, she, I'm not sure. Uh, that's a very ambiguous, sexually ambiguous name. Uh, says, How are you so good? So good at what? I don't know. How am I, so, I, I don't know what you're, to which you are referring. Um, how am I so good at podcasting, drawing, good as a person? Um, good as a person, I just try to be nice. I try to be the nicest possible per- possible person I can be. Uh, good at drawing, I practice. Good as a podcaster, I podcast every single week. And I take my time and I work hard on it. Yeah, cool. Um, next question is from Jai Pro. Where can I buy your comic? He says, that's a very good question. Uh, you cannot buy it just yet, Jai. Um... Uh, I have 
copies. I have a print run that I've that I'm still selling of the first issue of Serenade, um, but I haven't actually finished. I've decided not to do single floppy issues anymore because um, I just want to get out one book. Uh, the first book's going to be very similar to what they're doing over at DC with the Black Label line, where it's like I think they're like. Th- 40-ish pages, 40 to 50 pages long. Um, And you get, yeah, probably the equivalent of like three or four single issues in one. And that's kind of what I want to do. I want to do it in books. um, And then you'll have the chapters within the book and so on. So I want to kind of treat it like a visual novel, an actual graphic novel. So, uh, yeah, that's... That's, that's that. If you if you ever see me at a con, though, I do have copies right now of issue one, and I'm working through getting book one completed of Serenade. Okay, uh, and we have a question here from Monsignor, uh, Monsieur Zachary Katz, underscore Dizanes, uh, Mr. Zach Katz. Uh, he is a lost boy, and he is a friend, and he is... Um, our co-pin-making man um, helping us out. And he said, what is my favourite Harry Potter film and favourite shot from the series? That's actually a really, really good question. I like that question. Um, Favourite Harry Potter movie would probably be... um, That's a good question. I like a lot of them. I really love... Uh, what have I watched? I'm trying to think of what I've watched the most. Uh, I watched The Goblet of Fire a lot as a kid, but that's not necessarily my favorite. You know what? Probably The Deathly Hallows Part 2. I know it's the final one, but yeah, I particularly love that because of all the Deathly Hallows lore. Um, it's really dark. Uh, you know, the fact that they did the Thanos snap effect before Marvel even did it. Um, yeah, I'd say part two is probably my favorite. That's the one that really struck me. I went and saw that on my own when it first came out and it just fucked with me. Um, the whole thing was Snape and all that kind of thing when he finds out about Snape. Snape was protecting him the whole time and yeah, I, I think that's my favorite. My favorite shot from those films. Oh, there's so many of them. Um, uh, it's a very good question. My favourite shot from those films. I do love... I do love that final final battle where, where you see Harry just shoot from his fucking wand and... Um, and Voldemort goes straight back at him and that green and red, like... Just there's that shot where they're in the distance, and you just see everything in the in the shot. You see Harry, you see Voldemort, you just see the blast going. That's um yeah, that's probably one of my favorite favorite shots of anything really. But uh, yeah, that's that's dope. That's dope. That's all the questions. But if you guys ever wanna ever um, want to ask me questions, f- please feel free to DM me. If I um, don't put up a question thing, please feel free to DM me each week. 
um, and you can answer the the question thing on my Instagram. So follow me on Instagram and I put up a little in my stories, a little question, what do you call it, box, where you can ask a question and I'll answer it here at the end of every episode. All right, guys, let's move on. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I love you all so much. Um, I just want to thank you all so much for being a part of this. Um, Everything I do, I do for me first and foremost, and not in a selfish, self-serving kind of way, but because I like to make things I wish existed. Um, So there's no point in waiting around for someone else to do it. And that's why I did this. I wanted this to exist. I wanted to help people with anxiety and I wanted to talk about anxiety. So that's why I took a little bit longer to get this done. I have always wanted to help others and I could never figure out exactly what um, my way of helping others would be. Like I tried all sorts of things and 34 episodes ago, I decided to write my story and my dealings with suicide and mental health and it slowly became mine and the way I could help others. And it is one of the most humbling things I have ever experienced. I seriously love you guys so much. Um, So I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you all for making this Lost Boys dream come true. Um, If you want any more information on this week's question, or maybe you missed something and don't want to go back through, feel free to go read the blog version on my website at www.jordanmorpethart.com. Click the Making Lemonade tab and don't be afraid to contact me on Instagram at jordanmorpethart. If you would like to support the podcast, please just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your stories on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, or wherever you socialize in the World Wide Web. Also, you can leave a review on iTunes. Please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and tell all your friends and family. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, comment, like, share, all that stuff. Tell all your friends and family because I know there's a bunch of you that listen and and, uh, you haven't told your friends and family yet. So... Again, thank you all, my weirdos. I really, really, really do appreciate your support. I love you, weirdos, so much. I've been your host, Jordan. This has been another episode of Making Lemonade. And as always, guys, stay weird. Stay weird. May the force be with you. I I don't want to buy some death sticks. I'm going to go home and rethink my life.
Turned away from it all like a blind man. Sat on a fence, but it don't work. Keep coming up with love, but it's so slashed and torn. Shut up.